You're listening to the Shoot for Success Photography Podcast, episode 67. And on this week's episode, we're going to be talking about how you can create repeatable and scalable systems in your business so that it doesn't matter if you're serving one client or 100 clients, you are not going to overwhelm yourself, you're not going to stress yourself out, and you're not going to sacrifice on the client experience. And in some cases, provide your clients an even better experience than you're currently giving them. You're not going to want to miss this one. This is a good one. Stay tuned. Hi, I'm Sean Brown, and if you had told me years ago that I would be a professional photographer today, I would have said that you were crazy. Since then, I've been able to grow my photography business to six figures per year and haven't looked back. Now, with over eight years of experience of figuring out what to do and more importantly, what not to do, I help photographers build the thriving photography business that they've always dreamed of so that they can have more time, flexibility, and freedom to do what they truly want to do. And you wanna know the best part? I'm showing you how to make that happen for yourself in this audio series. This is Shoot for Success. Happy Monday, Sean Brown here, really excited to be bringing you this week's episode on a topic that is near and dear to my heart because the minute that I started doing this in my business, when I, I'm not exaggerating, when I say things changed for the better, I mean it. So this is going to be a, a fantastic episode, whether you are a starting photographer, whether you've been in business for a little bit, or maybe you just want to Make sure you do kind of a little pulse check to make sure that you are on the right path forward. But before we dive into this week's episode, I also want to share that something happened today, February 6th, if you're listening at the time of this episode dropping, that the Senior Style Guide Connect event online, the doors are back open for the 2023 version of this. So this is the third annual CEO event that's been hosted. I'm so grateful once again to be one of the individuals asked to speak on uh, inside of this event. And I am so excited to be alongside over a dozen other industry leading educators in the space, photographers that you look up to that all have expertises in different areas of senior photography, whether that be business or shooting or rep programs or editing or whatever it may be that you're looking for. There is somebody speaking at this online event that is going to help you out in that aspect of the business. And really excited that doors are officially open starting today to register. So classes go live on February 27th, but you get access to it today. And when you sign up via the link in this podcast, or you can head to seniorphotographyeducation.com forward slash CEO, you can sign up for this event and you also are going to get all of my bonuses. And one of the hits last year for the bonus that I did was planning a year's worth of marketing in a day. We are going to also take that a step further with an amazing bonus again this year, which is we're going to map out your week, basically planning your week and your month for maximum efficiency, meaning how can we get you doing more in your business 
with less time. I think that is something that we all want in our business, not to mention you are also going to get access to over a hundred plus hours of education that is inside of the Senior Photography Mastermind. You get that all when you sign up for CEO. You can either hit the link in the podcast description or you can also head to seniorphotographyeducation.com slash CEO. That'll take you there. You can read more about it. And when you register within the first week, I'm also going to be giving you access to last year's training, the planning a year's worth of marketing out in a day. So you're not going to want to miss that one. Doors open, like I said, February 27th for the classes, but you can register today. And when you register in the first week, you do get access to that bonus training. So I think it's over like $1,000 in bonuses. So by far the absolute biggest bonus that is offered for Senior Style Guides Connect event online. I'm really excited to be able to to do that for uh, the listeners, for photographers that follow me. It's just my way of trying to go above and beyond all of the other incredible information that you're going to get out of this event. it's a fantastic uh, online event. So it runs for three days. It's uh, incredible photographers, but you know what? We're not going to waste your time with it. Um, any more on this podcast, just check it out. Seniorphotographyeducation.com forward slash CEO. It'll take you there. Learn all about it, all that stuff. So we're going to jump into today's episode, which is how as a photographer, as a business owner, can you take some stuff off of your plate that you may feel like you're doing over and over again and not really quite getting the results out of it necessarily that you're putting in the time. Maybe you're spending a lot of time and it's just kind of, it just is feeling repetitive and it's feeling like you just, it's just something you have to do in your business. And one of the things that we want to do in our business is think about every action that we are taking and applying it if we are to work with one photographer or one client, or if we are to work with a hundred clients. And as we, I think we all have the ambition, at least if you're like me, or a lot of the photographers that I have coached over the years, likely you have an ambition to grow your business, to book more clients, to, to make more money, to essentially have more time and freedom in your business as a result of you being being able to be your own boss. And what often happens is that as our business grows, we have a, a ceiling that we hit. And that ceiling is determined by how much time we are spending on our actions. So if we have things that we're doing with one client, that is an integral part of our experience that we're providing or something that must be done in order for our business to actually run at the end of the day, for them to actually be able to say, hey, you know what, we're really glad that we booked you as a client to make sure their experience is great, all these things. Well, those are things that we aren't able to just let go of, right? We still have to do those. Our clients would probably be really disappointed if all of a sudden they thought that they were going to get one experience and they got another. It's going to lead them to disappointment. It's going to lead them to basically say, hey, you know what? This isn't really what it cracked up to be. And so what we want to do is we need to make sure that we are being really smart 
with the decisions that we make in our business in terms of how we are allocating our time. And when we say this, this boils down to, are we doing things in our business that at the end of the day are repeatable and scalable? Repeatable is just, are we doing it over and over again? Does it almost feel like monotonous in your business? Like It's like sending the same prep email. Like, are you doing this manually every single time and you got to do it 40 times a year and you're like, oh my gosh, I could basically write it by heart right now because I know it so well because I've just copy and pasted and sent it manually and all this stuff. Like, I'm just doing it over and over again. That's kind of the repeatable. That's a, it's, it feels repetitive in your business. You know, sending out an in, invoice for a client session, right? feels very repetitive, You've made the invoice, now you send it out, you wait for it to come back, sending contracts out, etc. And then we also have to look at scalability. And this just means like, basically at the end of the day, are we spending any more time with one client than we would with 100 clients? And if, if the answer to that is we're not spending any more time, then that is a scalable system or scalable process in your business. However, if you were to say, well, actually no, Sean, if I were to do a hundred clients a year, I would be, for these particular items in my business, I would be spending a hundred times more time doing it. So for instance, if every single time you call a client when they inquire with you, well, that's, let's just say it's even five minutes. Well, okay, one client, is is five minutes, and if we were to say, is it scalable, the answer is no, because now we're spending 500 minutes talking to 100 clients. And so that is not a scalable system in our business. Now, where I see photographers get stuck, and kind of where we're gonna dial in, and I'm gonna give you five questions to ask yourself to determine if what you are doing in your business is is scalable, if it's repeatable, and how we can change that. Well, one of the things that I want you to, to focus on is what is it in your business that must be done and can only be done by you? And when we shift our focus to asking ourselves this question, of what can only be done by us. It actually changes how we approach everything else in our business. So if you were to ask yourself, are you taking on tasks that could be done by somebody else? At the end of the day, if you are saying, yeah, I'm doing stuff that other people can do, well then what you have done is you've essentially put yourself into a hole where you are now only spending time doing things that are not actually going to grow your business. That at the end of the day, are only taking away from it. And I also want you to recognize, and this is a really big mental block that I had in my business. So when I mentioned in the intro that it literally changed my business, it changed my life, when I began to recognize and implement this into my business, I am not exaggerating. In fact, I actually booked more clients 
the year that I started doing this in my business, even though it was scary AF, okay? That is something that we all have a fear about. It's all when we stop doing this one thing, what is that going to mean for the future of our business? What is that going to mean when if we stop doing this thing or we change it up, what does that what does that do to our clients? What does that mean for the future of our business? Because what happened is we got to the point that we got to by doing those things. So now what happens when we take it away? There's some sense of security. Some something that tells us, hey, if we do this, then we get this result. We've seen success doing this, so therefore if we continue to do it, we're going to continue getting the results that we want, the success that we want. But what happens is as we try to grow our business, we hit a ceiling. And that ceiling is we only have so many hours in a day. So what happens is if we're spending time doing things that either could be done by other people, that could be outsourced, that could be automated, whatever it may be, now what is happening is if we have, let's say, six hours a day, but we're spending, let's say, four or five, six hours per client, well, we can only take on so many clients. Or let's do simple, easy math. Let's say that we have, uh, let's say that we have four hours a day, okay? We're working for four hours a day, and research has even shown, and I talk about this in the CEO uh, presentation a little bit, Research has shown that we only are really productive, the average worker, I should say, is really only productive for about five hours a day. So if you think about the average workday, where we have you know eight, nine hour, 10 hour workdays in some case, and while that may sound really great, it's like, ooh, it's, you know, it's working 40 hours a week, or he's working 60 hours a week or whatever, while it seems like you're working harder, that doesn't necessarily mean that you are being more productive. Because what happens is as we increase the number of hours we work, the amount of time that we're actually distracted or that we're actually productive really stays around that five, six hour mark. It really doesn't move. So simply by by taking on more hours in the day doesn't actually necessarily mean that your, your efficiency is going to be any better than if you were to only work five hours five hours a day. So in this example, let's say that we're working four hours a day, five days a week. So this gives us 10, uh, this gives us 20 hours per week that we have. Now this could be editing, it could be social media, it could be blogging, it could be actually shooting, uh, photographing the client, it could be actually going to the shoot, it could be location scouting, it doesn't really matter what you're doing. You have 20 hours a week to spend on your business, okay? Four hours a day, five days a week, 20 hours, two days off. Hopefully you're taking the weekends off to spend with families or, you know, if your significant other is off on a Tuesday, you're taking Tuesdays off, but you, you guys get the point. Now what we do is we say, okay, well, how much time are we spending with our clients? And let's say that right now you're spending 10 hours with a client. Let's say that you're, you know, or maybe it's 15 hours or maybe it's 20 hours with a client. Maybe it's like, oh, yeah, I drive, you know, 30 minutes each way, spend like 45 to an hour, like 
getting ready, you know, making sure that all my stuff is prepped or maybe I'm making sure that they have their, uh, their outfits together. Maybe I'm making sure, you know, I'm just warming them up a little bit. Okay. So now we're at like two hours with the client. Okay. Then we go on like a four hour shoot. It's another hour home. Then we spend like another like five hours editing, calling the images and another like hour with the social media. And now I'm doing like three hours with their in-person sales, including like prepping the images. And then it's like an hour that I spend delivering their photos. And all of a sudden we're at like, we're close to 20 hours. Not to mention that some things we're probably not even accounting for, right? Maybe the prep process, the emails, maybe we're spending, we're doing a consult with them. Time adds up very quickly. So let's just say that that 20 hours that we're spending with the client, well, that means that feasibly we can only take on one client for that 20 hours. Okay, well, now you're saying, Sean, oh, I, can't, I can't do that. I need, to, I need to photograph more than just one client a week. So now what we do is we say, okay, well, I'm going to take on two clients. But now what happens is we don't change anything about our systems, our processes, our, our basically we're doing everything that we were with that first client, and now we're doing it with a second. So now for two clients, we're now at 40 hours a week. So we say, okay, well, I can do that. I could do a 40-hour work week. And then you say, but I want to shoot three clients a week. So now we're at 60 hours. And then you say, okay, well, now I guess I'm just working 12 hours a day. I'm working eight to eight. You know, I wake up at eight uh, and I finish the photo shoot in the evening. Okay, that's, that's five days a week. Okay, 60, I can do that. Okay, it's busy season, I'll get through it. And then you get an email for a fourth client. Now all of a sudden you say, I give up. I can't do this. I can't work an 80 hour work week. That is insane. That's insanity. But what happens is in order to grow our business, there are really only two, three ways to actually grow your business. If we're, we're talking kind of the, the standard KPIs, key performance indicators, right? It's how many clients are you booking and how much are you generating in revenue? It's kind of how we determine if a business is growing. Okay, did we photograph more clients and do we make more money? A large part is that's kind of what we look at at the end of the year. So if you're somebody who's saying, well, I really, you know, I do spend a lot of time. I, my clients love how much I'm giving to them, how much I, I pour into them, you know, how great of an experience it is that they get to work with me because of how much that I'm giving to them how present I am, how great the client inquiry process is, the, the prep process, the shoot itself, getting to meet with them after for all their images. It, it, it feels so rewarding to me, Sean. And that's a lot like how I felt as well. And what happened was I realized that what was happening is I had a bunch of systems, a bunch of processes in my business that while they were working out really well, if I were to take on one more client, I was going to be at my breaking point. In fact, I created a monster of a business, not necessarily in a good way, but it was starting to turn into, it was starting to rear its head into something that wasn't real pleasant. And in fact, what was happening was I realized that with this, 
with the, the monster that I had created, if I were to not make any changes, I was going to be working on the exact, working towards the exact opposite of why I had even started my business in the first place. A lot of us, we say, oh yeah, we're, you know, we're going to start our business because it's going to allow us to actually do what we want to do. Isn't that kind of why we're in business in the first place is to do what we want to do? And then when we take on more and more and more, now what we've done is we've all of a sudden kind of put ourselves in a position where we're sacrificing what it is that we truly want to do, whether that's time with our our family, whether that's time traveling, whether that's uh, even just sitting down to relax at a coffee shop over a cup of coffee, little things like this. I'd realized that we were, I was working towards something that I didn't want. And I realized that if I didn't put some systems that were repeatable and scalable in my business, that I was going to go insane. It was just a matter of time before I dropped the ball with my clients. It was a matter of time before something bad happened. And so I said, you know what? It is time to figure it out. And so what I did was I basically looked at my business. I said, okay, what am I doing that maybe somebody else could do? Or what is something in my business that the act of me doing it is not actually really adding any value to my clients? It doesn't actually matter if I'm the one hitting send on an email. They're not looking at the email and wondering, oh, did Sean push the button on this email? Did he type it out by hand? No, all they care about is... Are you helping them out? Are you giving them the information that they need when they need it? And a lot of photographers, I think, are hesitant to implement any systems into their business because if you're like many, you're thinking, well, you know, what if what if they, they need that personal touch? What if I'm not delivering what it is that they need personally to them? Is that going to count against me? Is that going to make them feel like I'm not a part of their session? And my counterpoint to this is always, well, what if you drop the ball? Are they going to be more worried that you sent the email or that they got the information? Are they going to be more worried that you are the phys- you're the actual one uh, sending them a welcome packet, or do they care if they if it's somebody else and they just they get the same welcome packet, right? Are you adding any sort of a value to them with your particular action? And One of the things that you have to ask yourself is at the end of the day, what is your goal? Is your goal to provide an incredible client experience? Is it to spend time with your families by being your own business owner? Is it to be able to be your own boss while still being able to have some semblance of a life? Like, what is your goal at the end of the day? And then I want you to ask yourself, Are you working towards that goal with the track that you're currently on? And if you're not implementing systems in your business, the answer to that is probably no. You're probably feeling some sort of stress, some sort of anxiety because of taking on too much. It feels like you're always overwhelmed, like you're constantly treading water and can't really get to shore. You're kind of stuck in a riptide, so to speak, where the harder you swim, it feels like the more you get pushed out out you know away from shore 
And that is what it feels like to have no systems in your business. That's what happens when there's no repeatable process in your business whatsoever. You feel like you're getting sucked out to shore further and further and further. You're just waiting for somebody to throw that life preserver to you. So what we have to do and what you should be doing is rather than shifting your attention to the action itself, think about what the outcome or the wanted result of that action is. So if your goal with your client experiences to provide an incredible experience and one of those actions that you're taking to do that is making sure that they're prepped and ready. Well, if you're still doing the action, or I shouldn't say if you are, but if somebody else is doing that action, but you generate the same outcome, the same result for your client, AKA being prepared, feeling like they're confident coming into their session, does that take away from the action itself? If part of your prep process is sending an email with a checklist for what they need to bring to the session so that they don't forget anything, the outcome, the result, is them remembering to bring everything. If they were to still get that email, let's say it was automated, it wasn't even you sending it, you just told your your client management system, your studio management software or whatever, send it at a certain day before their session, a certain time, and they still get the checklist and they still come prepared, have you taken anything away from your client? And hopefully you're seeing that the answer is no. Now let's take this a little bit further with something that I see a lot of photographers struggling to take off their plate, which is editing, the outsourcing of the editing, which is arguably one of the most time-consuming tasks in your business. And I've heard it all, I've heard all the excuses. Oh, well, it's it's my artwork, it's it's me putting the finished process, you know, the final touches on it, it's my vision that they're investing in, it's, you know, nobody else can edit like I do, you know, I've heard it all. And I'm gonna tell you it's all just excuses. (laughs) that's what it is at the end of the day. It's an excuse for not taking the action because it's scary. And I know I'm giving some tough love out here, but it's the truth at the end of the day. So if the outcome, the result is your client loving their photos with you, let's say that somebody else edits the photos, they use your actions, the presets, whatever you have, and your client, and you hand your, you know, you show your client their photos for the very first time. They say, "Oh my gosh, we love them. We're so glad we hired you as our photographer." That is the result that has been generated by somebody else's editing, using your presets, actions, trainings, whatever it may be. Does that take away from the client in any shape or form? doesn't. So the act of you actually taking the action of of doing the steps yourself inevitably do not add any more value as long as the result is met. So let me say that one more time. The actual act 
of you taking a step or performing something in your business, whether that be sending an email or editing the photo or sending out a welcome packet, doing your taxes or anything, you know, we'll talk about that later. But if you were to ask your client if the result was whatever that was supposed to accomplish. So like I mentioned in the prep stuff, it's feeling prepared for the editing. It's them loving their images. If they still have that same result or outcome, does that take away from you not being the one to physically do it? No, it doesn't. In fact, I would actually argue that you're providing a better client experience because now, rather than you trying to do everything yourself, now what you've done is you have delegated or you've outsourced or you're strategic in how you are providing them with the result that they want, with the result that they need. So what I want you to do is to get very clear on what tasks you're doing in your business currently. And I want you to just reflect on why is it that you're actually doing those actions? What is it that you are looking for as a result? Now, for things like um, the, the shoot itself, it's like to provide an incredible experience, to allow them to, you know, to connect with you as the photographer because you do have the artistic vision of like how you're going to take the direction of the shoot, et cetera. Like there are some things that, yeah, of course you're not going to let somebody else do. Maybe, you know, maybe that's actually something that is your goal. Maybe your goal is to like hire an associate photographer and uh, train them to, you know, kind of shoot like you and use your locations. And like, you know, that's, you know, whole nother business model that we're talking about, but like, absolutely. That's entirely a possibility for you. But I want you to look at everything you do in your business, okay? Let's take like blogging for an example. Okay, well the the result, the the wanted outcome of that is to allow people to get to see their session on the blog, to feel good about themselves, to maybe bring more traffic to your website, right, with SEO. Now all of a sudden you're getting in front of more people because your website's ranking higher. Uh, maybe it's to make sure that you're uh, you're creating content for like a, a weekly or monthly newsletter or something like that that you send out. And you can point to the blog. It's like, hey, check out this on the blog this month or something like that. These are all things that we can do. But at the end of the day, if we're not the one doing it, but it still generates the same result, the same outcome that we were hoping for, does that take away from anything that we've done? So the only way to grow our business is to take stuff off of our plate, to create repeatable and scalable systems. Because if we don't, we hit that ceiling where we only have so many hours in a day. And the only way for us to grow our business is to basically either decrease the amount of time that we're working with our clients or become more effective, efficient, I should say, which is essentially spending less time per client, which in turn comes from creating systems and scalability in your business. So if I were to ask you, if your goal is to grow your business, what are you doing to grow your business? And your answer is, well, to shoot more clients, but you're already maxed out for time. Well, that's probably not the right answer, actually. In order to grow your business, the answer actually would be, well, I'm, I'm looking at becoming more efficient in my client process. 
So let's take the example of the photographer that's spending 20 hours per client, and let's say they ha they've got they've got a, a 10 hour or a 20 hour work week. Okay. Now let's say that they're able to take the amount of hours that they're working with a client down to to 10. Okay. So they've effectively halved the number of hours that they have to work with a client. Well, now out of a 20 hour work week, they can take on two clients. Or let's say they bring it down to, to seven hours per client. Now they're able to take on roughly three clients at a 20 hour work week. So simply becoming more efficient by implementing scalable systems into your business is actually one of the best ways to grow your business. Because now what we've done is we're not operating from the belief that the only way to grow is to work harder. In fact, that's actually probably going to only move your business backwards because there's no room for growth if you're already maxed out on time. You either have to sacrifice the client experience by not doing things that you were doing because you're taking on additional clients. Maybe you're overwhelmed and you just forget to, to do certain things in your business. Like in the long run, it's actually, you're more prone to letting your clients down with a poor experience than you are to providing them a good experience. So as you're kind of thinking, okay, well, what processes can I implement into my business? I want you to ask yourself these five questions. So if you're sitting down at your desk, pull out a pen and paper. If you're driving a car, put a pause, you know, don't pause the episode, but like put a timestamp. So look at the time and say, okay, well, rewind this so that I can write these down later. And these are the five questions I want you to ask yourself. I want you to write down, hopefully you've already done like what tasks you're doing in your business, but I want you to write down this that is first one, what tasks need to be done in your business in order for it to run. This could be at the capacity that you're currently running it at. If you're if you're new, I would think of like where you want your business to be. What tasks do you need to do to get your business to where you want it to be? And that's how I would think of it. Um, it's kind of like, so I used to play football. And, and when I played football, I was the quarterback. And the quarterback's job is first to orchestrate the offense and make sure that everybody's lined up and in the right positions. And it's also to communicate with the coach and then relay that to your team. So the quarterback's kind of like the, the CEO of the company in a lot of ways, where it is the it's the player making a lot of the decisions or in charge of a lot of the field, right? And one of the things that the quarterback does is during passing plays, you've got your wide receivers that are running down the field. Well, what the quarterback's job is to do is it's to throw the ball to where the receiver is going to be. So what happens when you don't do that is it's either going to be an incomplete pass. So you're not going to move your offense or move your business forward. But what's also going to happen is you risk having the ball intercepted right? Having your business move backwards in a lot of ways or turning it over, dropping, literally dropping the ball in your business into your opponent's hand, right? You're not meeting your goals. You're not reaching what it is that you want to do. So what you want to do is you want to throw the ball to where the receiver will want, will be. And in business, essentially what you want to do is you want to do the same concept, which is rather than planning for where you are currently, what tasks do you need to do for where you want to be? How can you look forward in your business to being in a place that 
is going to be where you want to be because then if we plan for where we want to be, we're not going to be moving backwards. We're not going to be dropping the ball incomplete. We're not going to be throwing it to the defense for an interception. What we're going to be doing is we're going to be moving the ball to where it needs to be, moving our business to where it needs to be. So if you're new or you're looking to grow your business, make sure that you write down what tasks must be done in your business to operate it in the state of the business that you want it to be at. That's a really big one. The second one is out of those tasks that you've just listed, which of those are you doing repeatedly over and over? Which ones could you do with your eyes shut, you know, blindfolded, hands tied behind your back? Like which ones could you basically do with no problems? Okay, that's sending emails, that's packaging up welcome packets, writing a blog post, it's uh, prepping your Pinterest, it's editing photos, like what could you basically do that you're doing repeatedly over and over? And yeah, you could put like like the shoot itself, but at the end of the day, like give yourself some leeway because it's like every shoot's different, right? And there need to be some elements of like, okay, yeah, that's repeatable, like Sure, you're doing that over and over, but we'll wait for that to the next step. And the third question that I want you to ask yourself is, are these tasks tasks that only you can do? Or could they be done by somebody else? And this isn't, I want you to get like really specific. Like, is are you able to teach somebody to edit how you edit? Can you teach them the exact steps for how to get rid of of skin blemishes. Could you teach them exactly what preset to apply? Could you tell them how to add a little pop of contrast how you do, right? These are steps that you're likely not really changing that drastically from one image to another. And these are pretty repeatable processes in my opinion. So out of those, is it only a task you could do or could it be done by somebody else? Get very specific and stringent. Now, when it comes to like the shoot itself, you know, that's a little harder. You can't really, you can't really replicate yourself. You can't teach somebody to act like you would have your sense, you know, sense of humor, your personality. That's kind of a big one. You know, during the in-person sales session, yeah, you could probably train somebody to sell, but it's like, if that's something that you really love doing, that you enjoy doing, that is another way of you connecting with your clients, well then, you know, do that yourself, right? So there's some flexibility, but things like like sending an email, pretty cut and dry. Things like you doing the taxes or you doing the blog post, pretty cut and dry. You can train people to do that similar to how you do. Fourth question I want you to ask yourself is for those tasks, I want you to just do a little check mark. If it's going to be the same amount of time if you have one client versus 100 clients, okay? So if it is, then you have a repeatable process. So for instance, if one of your actions is, uh, let's say I I have a, a client management system and all my clients get prep emails sent to them automatically, cool. You can check that off because that doesn't actually require any more time if you were to have one client versus 100 clients. So you are still spending the same amount of time, roughly, right? You may have like an onboarding process that takes like a minute or two. So yeah, okay. 
we'll discount that. But like, you don't have to spend 10, 15 minutes sending emails over the course of that client experience. You have a repeatable process in that way. So you can give yourself a check mark. And then for all the tasks that do not have a check mark yet, I want you to circle which ones you could only do yourself. And those are safe. Okay. So that's like the shoot itself. That's like um, interacting with them at hair and makeup or, or whatever it may be. Those are safe. But again, you want to be really strict. You want to be really stringent on like, does it actually meet that criteria if somebody else physically can't possibly ever do that? Like there's no way that I could ever teach somebody how to edit like I do, even though a lot of people are like, oh, well, I'm going to invest in an editing course to learn how to edit this way, right? All you're doing is just processes at that point. So get really strict. Like, can you only, are you the only person on this planet that is able to do that? Or could somebody theoretically be trained to, to kind of get that done? And what I want you to do is I want you to make a list, a list out of those that are left. So for instance, if you have like blogging, okay. So blogging and, and let's say that um, maybe you haven't been outsourcing your email or your client inquiry prep emails or anything like that. I want you to either write an O or an A next to them. I want you to write an O if you could outsource it, if, that's, if that task is better suited for outsourcing. So let's say for blogging, it's probably better to outsource that than just copy and paste the same blog post and just set it to schedule, right? Probably need to have somebody, you know, getting in there a little bit, tweaking it, making sure it's, it's good, it's perfect. The next one is write an A, if you could automate that, if that task is better suited for automation. So for instance, think like your email prep. Think like uh, if you were to schedule out Pinterest posts or something like that, right? Those are kind of an automated thing. And you can even outsource the automation, right? You could even outsource somebody to schedule it for you. Like you can get really almost kind of like meta here, right? So what I want you to think about are those five questions. And for each of those, I want you to essentially get as much checked off your list for other people doing it. And I want you to start thinking, in what ways am I able to exchange money for more time? Because once we change that way of thinking, what happens is all successful CEOs, businesses, photographers, whatever it is, at one point in time, make the decision to trade their time for money or their money for their time. In the beginning, we trade our time for money and as we grow our business, we want to trade our money to get more time. I want you to make that distinction here today. So as you work through this, work through those five questions, you know, what tasks must be done in your business to operate it, list out like what needs to be done. Out of those tasks, which ones you do you need to do to keep your business running? And which ones are you just doing repeatedly over and over again? Are these tasks that could be done by somebody else? Fourth one is, uh, is it going to be the same amount of time for one client as it is 100 clients? And then the fifth one is, would that task that isn't in your, you know, they haven't circled, that's not in your safe zone that only you could do, is that better suited for outsourcing or for automation? And once you do that, your business is going to change. When you actually take the steps, when you actually take the action to make changes in your business, that is when you grow. So, 
I hope this episode was helpful. It ran a little bit longer than I, I wanted it to, but I think that this was hopefully a lot of really good information that you are ultimately going to take to heart that actually moves your business forward at the end of the day. So I hope to to see you. We touch on some of these topics inside of CEO, not to mention the mastermind, uh, which you get as a bonus. So again, if you haven't registered for CEO, link is going to be in the description here. But you can also head to seniorphotographyeducation.com forward slash CEO. Read all about it. Read out all about the bonuses. It's like the newspaper. It's like, read all about it. Read all about it. So um, we'd love to see you there at CEO to connect with you virtually at the Connect event online. Like I mentioned, classes kick off February 27th, but you can register here starting today. Uh, It just happens to be a Monday when the podcast drops, happens to be a Monday when doors are opening. So cannot wait to see you there. Have a wonderful rest of the week and would love to connect with you on the Instagrams. Send me a DM, uh, Senior Photo Education is the Instagram now, and send me a DM about what it is that you are going to take off your plate this week. So hope you have a great rest of your week. As always, uh, send me a DM with what you learn, all that good stuff. We'll see you next week. Don't forget to subscribe, hit the follow button, new podcasts out every single week. And until then, I'll see you later. Take care. One of the things I discovered early on in photography is that working harder isn't what builds a successful business. In fact, after coaching hundreds of photographers in every market across the country, the number one trait that they all shared when they were struggling was working harder than ever in hopes that things would finally come together. It wasn't until they figured out how to implement the proper frameworks and strategies that their business took off. That's why I've created this free on-demand video training series, the Intro to Senior Photography Crash Course, to help photographers who want to start or grow their businesses without spending years struggling trying to figure it out on their own. In this free training, I will teach you the steps you need to take that people like myself, along with hundreds of other photographers, have used to build their thriving senior photography business and be able to live the life they want to live. All you have to do is click the link in the show notes to unlock how to make that happen for you and your business and say yes to being the successful senior photographer you've always dreamed of being.